Hello, my name is Denise Renner. I'm so glad that you've joined my program today because I want to open up to you some precious things from the Word of God. And I believe that for us to be strong in these last days, we need these truths. And one of the truths I want to bring out to you today is that through the blood of Jesus, we have been brought near to Him. So, open your Bibles with me to Ephesians chapter 2, and we're going to start with verse 8. And it says, For by grace have you been saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. This is such a powerful scripture. Because, you know, sometimes we start thinking, you know, I'm doing pretty good and I am, I am, I am being very pleasing to the Lord and uh, this is working out in my life and I have this and I have that and we forget that it's by grace, by grace. That were saved. It wasn't even your idea to get saved. It wasn't the plan of salvation by Denise Renner. It wasn't the plan of salvation by your name. It was the plan of salvation by God and his absolute love for us to rescue us from sin and rescue us from hell. We are saved, and it's by grace. It is not by our good works. The Bible says that we couldn't even, we weren't even looking for him. We didn't have anything in us to look for him. Because uh, inside of us was dead. Death can't look for something. It's dead. It was a miracle of God that the Holy Spirit came. By his great grace, he came and he gave us the grace and the faith to open our heart and to say, Jesus, I want you. Jesus, I give you my life. Jesus, forgive me. Father, forgive me. Whatever you prayed, it was by the grace of God. It was by the mercy of God. It wasn't because you were looking for him. It wasn't because I was looking for him. I know that when, when God touched my life and changed my life, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't do what he did in my life. I couldn't change myself into another person. Only God can do that, and that is by his grace. It says that you've been saved through faith. And then, I love this, not of yourselves. It wasn't of ourselves. It was not of ourselves. We didn't get ourselves saved. We don't keep ourselves saved. It is by the mercy and the grace of God. That powerful thing that happened when he came into our life. And he brought life into our dead spirit. And he placed us in Christ Jesus. Oh, it's so miraculous. And then it says, it is a gift of God, 
not of works, lest anyone should boast. So apparently, the, the, Paul writing this and the Holy Spirit inspired him to write it needed to be said. It needs to be acknowledged. We need to acknowledge. Now, I'm not saved by my works. I, I'm, I, I didn't choose to be saved. God touched my life. And it is by his grace that I'm saved. It's not by my works. And it wasn't my idea. Isn't that great? Because it shows us what he did, not what we did. And then I love verse 10. For we are his, his, we are his, we are his workmanship. We're his workmanship. It's not this great thing that we're doing in our life. It's what he's doing in our life by grace. Created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So it's his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. So in the eons of time before, before the foundation of the earth was laid, God saw you in Christ Jesus. He saw me in Christ Jesus. And even at that time, he had prepared for me, for you, to walk in good works. He had even prepared the good walks, that the good works that we were going to walk in. Is that amazing? It's not an accident that you're doing the good works that you're doing. It was planned for you before the foundation of the world. It was planned for you to be in Christ Jesus before the foundation of the world. I know a woman who suffered great rejection because she found out that when she was 30 years old that she was adopted. She went to her birth mother to tell her, I, I, I know now, I, I want a relationship with you. I found out I was adopted, and I'm so excited to see you. Aren't you excited to see me? And her birth mother said to her, I didn't want you then. I don't want you now. Can you imagine how painful that was? Because she thought, that her birth mother was going to be glad to see her. And her birth mother said, I didn't want you then, and I don't want you now. Her mother that had raised her was a very, very great mother, but she just wanted to have that experience to meet her birth mother. Well, after this devastating experience that her birth mother said to her, you can imagine how that rejection just really just touched her and broke her heart. And the Holy Spirit said to her, your birth mother, she may not have chosen you and she may not want you, but I chose you and I chose you before the foundation of the world and you are mine and I have marked you with good works. The healing power of God just touched her heart, and she just said, you know what? All right, I understand that my birth mother has rejected me, but my God chose me. You've been chosen. 
and you've been chosen for good works and he prepared them for you <laughs> to walk in them in Christ Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Beforehand that you should walk in them. So the things that you are walking in, the good works that you're walking in, God prepared them for you. Now look at the Next verse, therefore, remember that you were once Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision, but what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hands that at that time you were without Christ. So the, the, he's writing to Jews. Maybe you are Jewish and you're listening, but this part that says that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise. And that's who we were before we came to Christ, having no hope in the world. No hope and without God in the world. Before you and I came to Christ, that was our position. Without hope and without God in the world. Oh, thank God. Thank God that he touched us. Thank God that he brought you to himself. You and I, we are not without hope. We have hope. You can't say I'm hopeless. No, you're not hopeless because that would be a lie. If you're in Christ, you have lots of hope. Just look at it. If you weren't in Christ, having no hope and with God in the world, in the world. But verse 13, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of of Christ. Not only have we been saved and we have hope, but we who were far away from God, we were brought near by the blood. That blood is so powerful and that speak that blood speaks from heaven today. That blood speaks of your deliverance. That blood speaks of your peace of mind. That blood speaks of your healing. It's at the mercy seat of God right now and it's speaking of your deliverance. And through that blood, we have been brought near. Brought near to God. Let me read it one more time. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near to God by the blood of Christ. And you say, well, how near have I been brought? Oh, I want to tell you. First Corinthians chapter six, verse 17. This is how near We've been brought to God. It says, but he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. You, 
you and I have been brought so near to God that the Bible says that we are one spirit with him. One spirit. Not two spirits. One spirit. We've been brought near by the blood of Christ. We've brought, been brought so near that we're one spirit with God. Hallelujah. This is such a safe place. It's such a safe place. If you think about these truths, it will bring so much confidence and peace to your heart that you're not, that God's not out there way out in the heavens somewhere and you're down on the earth and you're struggling and you're trying to get by. No, that's not true because the blood of Jesus has brought you so near that you are one with him. This is powerful. And you know, for us to be strong in these last days, we need this revelation. God's not out there somewhere. In fact, in Ephesians, it even says that through the blood of Jesus, okay, I told you that we've been brought near, but it says that we're seated with him in heavenly places, that we are seated with him. Like he's, he's on the throne. Jesus is seated at the right hand of God, the father. He wanted us so near him that he seated us next to him. That's how near, that's how accepted you are in the beloved. That's how perfect the sacrifice of Jesus is. That no matter what you've done, no matter what you've thought, that that petition, that separation between you and God, that was broken down by the blood of Jesus. And we have complete access into the throne of God. We have been brought so near. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now, I want to read to you just a little further because it is just so wonderful. Okay, it says we've been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself, this is verse 14, for he himself is our peace who hath made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation. So there was a separation. There was a wall right in the middle of us that separated us from God. It was our sin. God is holy. We are sinners. The Bible says that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But this wall of separation has been brought down through the blood of Christ. And he is our peace. He has become our peace. You know, there's some times when things are going on and I'm tempted to get upset. Maybe I am upset and I get quiet and I think about the Holy Spirit inside of me. 
and I think, and I listen, and I understand that the Holy Spirit, he's not upset at all. He's not even worried. My relationship with him is he is my peace. He has an answer for me. He has an answer for you. You have peace with him. Recognize that peace. Because in that peace is your answer. It's hard to hear from God when we're all upset and all anxious and all fearful and frightful. But when we recognize that we have peace with him through the blood of Jesus Christ, that we've been brought near and we get peaceful and we get quiet and we understand I'm one spirit with him. Holy Spirit, are you upset? No, I'm not upset. I have peace for you. I have peace for you to solve this problem. I'm telling you the truth. Verse, verse 15, having abolished in his flesh the enmity. It was enmity. That was that is, the law of the commandments contained in ordinances so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace. And that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, therefore putting to death the enmity. There is no enmity between you and God. Because of that blood, he has destroyed the enmity. Now, before we came to Christ, we were enemies. And the Bible says that we were servants of the devil. But when we came to Christ... We became a child of God, not a servant of the devil, but a child of God, adopted by him through the blood of Jesus. And that, that partition that separated us from God was brought down and we now have full access to his throne. We've been brought near. What is it, friend? What is it, friend, that you need? Do you need just that peace? That peace that passes all understanding? In Christ Jesus, that peace that's in your heart, do you just, do you just need to get quiet and recognize that you have peace in your heart? It's a powerful thing. If you recognize that peace, then you can hear from God. You know, I've probably told you before, but many, many, many years ago, I was really upset because we were trying to educate our children. And I found this Christian school, but they spoke a, a Latvian language there. And our children speak Latvian, but they said, we're a Christian school and we'll make sure that your kids understand everything. We have teachers that speak English, no problem. I send our children to school. They've been going there for two months. 
One afternoon, Philip, our middle son, he came home and he started crying and he started telling me what happened. And I said, Philip, what happened? And he said, well, mom, my teacher told me I was stupid. I said, well, well, why? He said, I, I couldn't understand what he was saying. Well, of course, so much condemnation came on me right then, and, and I'm a failure as a mom, and I've, I've, I've wasted two months of my children's life, and what am I going to do about their education? So Rick was gone on a trip, so I just went to my bedroom, I just got on the floor, I was on the floor, just crying out to God, and I said, God, I've messed up, I don't know what to do, what am I supposed to do? And I didn't get an answer at that moment. But peace came. Peace that just said, it's going to be okay. I know I'm talking to somebody right now, and you need to know that. You need to know that you have peace with God. And it's going to be okay. He's going to work this out. You're not, God's not separated from you. He's been brought near to you. You've been not brought near to him through the blood of Jesus. There are answers for you in that peace. You know, peace, it's like the Bible says that it's like an umpire, like it stands there and says, nope. That's not getting in. You know, on that day that I was on the floor and I was crying because, because I felt like I was a failure as a mother and I'd wasted my children's time and <clears throat> my son's feelings were hurt and he'd been rejected by that teacher and been made fun of. But that peace, when I, ent when I called out to God, that peace stood up like an umpire, uh, umpire and said, no. No, no, worry, you're not getting in. No, condemnation, condemnation, you're not getting in. No, fear, you're not getting in. No, confusion, you're not getting in. And that peace stood like an umpire. And he said, no, you're not getting in. And that's how powerful that peace is that you have with God. He's brought you near to that peace, and the Bible says he is your peace. Let's read it again. It says in verse 14 of chapter 2 of Ephesians, it says, For he himself is our peace. He's my peace. He's your peace. <laughs> He's the peace passes all understanding and that peace if we let it operate it will act as that umpire that says no worry you're not getting in fear you're not getting in oh it's been a privilege to share the word of God with you today this word the Bible says it's a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. It says that it's the stability of our life. 
Jesus was called the Word of God. This is called the Word of God. And the Word of God is our rock. The Word of God is our fortress. As we look in this Word, it becomes our rock. It, be, it enables us not to move. It enables us not to fear. Because this is the word of God and Jesus is the word of God. And I know one thing for sure. It is the will of God that we walk stable in this life and that we're not pushed over by every storm and every problem, but that we take a hold of what he's done for us. We acknowledge that we've been brought near to him and that he has power for us to go through any situation with him. Friend, what I'm telling you is absolutely the truth. And it is our rock and it is the stability of our times. So in these last days, we need to know that God is not out there some, someplace far with a holy robe on who can't be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. But yet he is touched with our infirmities and we've been brought near to him and we can ask him. We can come boldly to that throne of grace and we can find help and mercy in our time of need. You've been brought near. Thank you, Lord. Well, it's been my privilege to share the word of God with you and I'll see you on the next program. All of us want our relationships to grow and improve. For example, don't you want your marriage to be in better shape than it is right now? Even if things are going well, you probably see areas where it could be improved, right? In this candid 16-part series, Denise Renner hilariously and compassionately reveals areas where all of us can do better in our relationships, and especially in our marriages. Sometimes little changes make big differences. Titles in this series include, Help, My Mouth is Making Trouble for Me. Who is in control here? My mouth or me? I thought I was supposed to change it. Help me, Lord. I need to forgive. I thought I had already reached my forgiveness quota. Rick Renner says, this series is so awesome. Every person will laugh their way to transformation as Denise candidly addresses areas where we can all improve. This life-changing 16-part series is available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $25. We are also offering you Denise's companion book, who Stole Cinderella? For just $15, with genuine warmth and candor, Denise recounts the journey of her own struggles in marriage and the unique insights she learned along the way to attaining emotional health and happiness. Your life will be enriched by biblical wisdom as Denise sheds light on your path to happily ever after and shows you right where to begin again if you've lost your way. Don't miss this special offer, the entire 16-part series, School of Cinderella, and the companion book, Who Stole Cinderella? Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.